Welcome to the NutraCast, a production by Nutra Ingredients USA. I'm Danielle Masterson. Thank you for joining me here on the NutraCast, where we talk and share insights from inside the nutrition industry. In 2011, Google conducted its landmark study that found that 88% of shoppers use what's known as a zero moment of truth. It's a stage in the buying cycle where a consumer researches a product before buying it. So why am I bringing up research from over a decade ago? Well, this study is a key reference point in the evolution of content marketing. This research highlights why brands have to prioritize social media. My next guest said he believes that while traditional DTC is dead, content has a bright future. Joining me now is Mark Washington, the founder and CEO of Supergut. Hi, Mark, and welcome to the NutriCast. Hi, Danielle. Thanks for having me back. Great to be here. Thank you so much for coming back. So, Mark, the last time I had you on the NutriCast, we discussed Munique. Since then, you rebranded and your company is now Supergut. What inspired that rebrand and what's different about it? Yeah, absolutely. When you look back at the business that we are building during our first phase under Munique, I really look at it as a successful proof of concept, right? We really were targeting so many people that were just like my sister, who was my inspiration for starting the company, that struggle with chronic metabolic conditions, you know, whether it's, you know, living with diabetes or obesity or or other chronic metabolic conditions, like really focused on how do we service this customer who's really at a treatment stage, right? And we saw amazing, in many cases, life-changing transformations from many of this uh, this audience. Taking a step back and, and revisiting my why and really what I set out to do, it was really to help anybody wherever they are at their stage for health. And, and with the overarching mission, of having a positive impact on public health at large. And so when thinking about sort of the the place and the role that we had in that, clearly there's an opportunity at the the end of the spectrum that we're operating in under Munique where people are literally more in a treatment mode and looking for transformation, but to really have that impact on overarching public health, it's you get to that old saying of, you know, an ounce of prevention is worth, you know, a pound of cure. To really have that kind of impact, we really have to also be targeting individuals that are taking a more preventative approach to health so that ideally they never get to the point where they have, you know, a diagnosis or a chronic metabolic condition where you actually can provide them solutions to more preventatively stay in charge and in control of their health. And then secondly, as we were thinking about building a business, is also considering how do we also connect with a broader audience, and in some cases, a younger audience that had the potential to help us build a movement, right? So that's the aspiration is to really have that kind of impact. It's not just about us as a business, as a brand, you know, advertising and communicating what we're doing, but actually uh, engaging consumers at different stages in their, uh, their health journeys and hopefully providing them such a transformative, uh, uh, great experience that they actually can, you know, help share the word with others. And we felt like, you know, that is more likely to happen as you do target some more preventative, more cutting edge, you know, consumers that are more on, you know, the top of the food trends, things like the gut microbiome and metabolic health and a preventative nature. Fortunately, as we step back, we're like, listen, this area that we're doing this in, creating functional food that works through your gut, that is so applicable to all of us, <laughs> kind of regardless of where you are in your health journey. And that we felt like this is our opportunity. It wasn't just, 
an elevation of the brand, but it really was a, a true evolution and a rebrand. And, you know, we felt like there was a need and an opportunity for us to be really the leaders in gut health nutrition. And so all of these factors led up into a rebrand earlier this year under Supergut. And so really relaunching of our brand and our business as, you know, a gut health nutrition leader that, you know, supports anybody with, you know, everybody with anybody. <laughs> we like to say wherever you are in your, your health journey, we absolutely continue to serve those who are really struggling with their health, but we've also expanded to include, you know, younger, more preventative health people as well that are more on the cutting edge of the gut microbiome. And frankly, in many cases, looking for other functional benefits beyond, you know, a significant blood sugar control or significant weight loss, kind of other aspects that are in large part connected with the, the gut microbiome. Yeah. So you're taking more of a proactive approach rather than reactive. Exactly. Exactly. And so was this something that evolved over time or was there like a specific light bulb moment where you were like, you know what, let's let's change things around a little bit? Yeah, I'd say it evolved over time. Uh, I think it ended up in a light bulb moment, but it I didn't start there. Like I, I always felt like there was an opportunity to elevate our brand and what we were doing. Uh, I'd say we went through a discovery process and you know, we actually had an agency to support us through this. And we we're, you know, talking through our why, what we we're trying to accomplish in the world, why we we're thinking about our brand and how we go to market. And I, you know, I call it brand therapy that we went through, right? <laughs> Literally sitting back and going through the process of what it is that we're trying to achieve and how can our brand most help us get there. As you can imagine, Danielle, you know the story from Unique, like it was and is incredibly personal to me, mm -hmm. right? Inspired directly from my sister and my fingerprints are all over it, right? Uh, so it wasn't just an overnight thing, but like going through this process to really be in service back to our mission of trying to truly have a positive societal impact through health, it just made so much sense to evolve, you know, as a business and as a brand. And so it wasn't just, and again, an elevation of our existing brand, it really was a rebrand. And that's how we arrived at Supergut after going through that, you know, that brand therapy process. Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about the content and sort of how are you talking to your audience, specifically the younger demographic? Yeah, that was that was actually a big part of it and why it wasn't just a an elevation of existing brand, because a big part of it was also looking at our go to market approach as well. And our belief, uh, both based on experience and observing the market, is that the traditional approach to building a you know digitally native business in particular the the historical way that direct to consumer brands have been built largely based on paid social media advertising i believe in large part is dead <laughs> right i'm not saying dtc is dead but the approach that you know brands and inclusive of ours that had taken to you know really build and drive awareness through paid social media advertising that really is is broken right over the past couple of years and i can get into you know all the reasons behind behind that i believe you know in our thesis is that the the way to more authentically organically and successfully build a brand really is through content it really is by providing value added, and in some cases, educational content to raise the overall awareness and psyche of consumers out there to provide some value, right? Not just sell products, but actually to provide some value. We believe that that is through content as the way to provide that value. In our case, in many cases, actually educating consumers 
around this subject of gut health and nutrition and the gut microbiome and what are these what is this resistant starch you know prebiotic fibers that you're putting in your products and why and how does this work there's a lot of, of questions out there and we actually believe that it's through content that we can help answer those questions and you know when we answer those questions we're actually raising overall awareness around this broad you know fascinating subject of gut health and the gut microbiome and when we do that really effectively, that actually is driving awareness of our brand, right? And frankly, that can actually lead to consideration and can actually lead to, to people trying, you know, giving our products a try can actually uh, result in sales. And so, yeah, our, our firm belief is that content is the way to more effectively build brands, you know, in the future. And this was it's part of our rebrand too. Supergut was actually targeting some new customer demographics and also leveraging new channels and taking a more content-based approach, which is much more relevant for our new brand under Supergut relative to, you know, our initial proof of concept phase under Munique. Yeah. And what are some of those social media tactics that you're using and, and which platforms are you putting them on? Yeah. And I would actually take a step back. It's it's not just limited to social media. It is, you know, uh, clearly, you know, social platforms is a significant aspect of our brand and content strategy. But we're actually looking across avenues and across platforms. So but within social, it is more emphasis on awareness and education than it is paid. <laughs> and so okay. and that is, you know, still we're, we're still obviously present on Facebook and Instagram, but more video than than static, I would say. Uh, but, you know, obviously a big new channel that is significantly more relevant for us now than it was in the past is TikTok, where we're spending a significant amount of time and attention putting engaging educational video content out there via via TikTok. We're also on active on Twitter and doing some on YouTube as well. Um, so those are the main social channels. But in addition, we're also tapping into influencers, whatever channels through which, you know, they influencers and content creators, whatever channel which is resonant to them, uh, but also really investing in podcasts and also our own channels. So our own blogs where we've been producing a lot of helpful educational content, as well as putting out newsletters as well. And so our approach is really a multi-pronged approach as to how we can most effectively be a producer and enabler of like, you know, leading gut health content across channels. Mm -hmm. When you look back at all the content that you have produced, what would you say has gained the most attention so far? Um, it's a good question. I'd say there's a couple of things. Um, one is you never know right? when you when you're creating, producing content, um, what is going to be the thing that resonates and drives the most attention and even in some cases, some some virality. There's a couple of themes around uh, what has gained the most attention since we've really been leaning into it. The main theme is around education, right? I mean, there's a significant amount of consumer interest around the subject of gut health and the gut microbiome. And when we find ways to effectively communicate around that, we have a lot to say, right? And we find ways to effectively communicate around those themes uh, that has tended to be the, the type of content that has uh, achieved the broadest awareness. And so um, one example is actually through one of our investors. So Dave Friedberg's a founder of the production board is a host of a podcast, the All In Podcast. You know, one of the, the episodes when he talked about the science corner and what he's doing in the gut microbiome and, you know, obviously reference super gut, that drove a huge amount of awareness, right, from consumers. And that was through a podcast, you know, channel. 
Uh, and it was a lot of education around the science of the gut microbiome and the rationale for them partnering with me to launch Supergut to tap into that science. Another is, is on TikTok, right, where we actually just created videos talking about the importance of prebiotic fibers in partnership with a, a pretty famous content creator, where we tagged onto some of that content out there and about how we amplified some of that educational content about prebiotic fiber and obviously making mention of the fact that at Supergut, we're creating easy ways to get this prebiotic fiber into your diet through various formats, including, you know, our, our fiber mix. Boom, like just overnight, that that video, I think, is, uh, is about a million views, you know, on uh, on TikTok, some real gut health educational stuff. So those are a couple of examples of some of the content that is, has that is really resonated out there. That last one, was that gut talk? Yeah, yeah, it was. Well, gut talk is definitely one of the hashtags for that TikTok content. And so as a result of all this focus on content, what, what's the result of it? Yeah, yeah, I'd say the biggest result is that we are raising the broad consumer awareness around gut health, which I think is just good for, for all of us. Um, but within that, we're also raising you know, awareness of super gut, right? And our role in this mix. And the, the great thing about it is, you know, it's not a one for one. It's not a linear thing. Like I mentioned, you can't necessarily predict with every piece of content you go out there that there's a direct return on ROI, et cetera. It's not as formulaic as uh, traditional paid advertising might be. But when you consistently put out kind of high caliber educational slash entertaining content out there over time and you continue to do so in an effective way, you do see results that do show up over time. And for us, you know, one of the biggest things that we've started to look at, which wasn't a huge factor for us before, is actually our social followers. You know, during our first phase, you know, we were out there, but we weren't intentionally trying to build our followership. Since we've relaunched under Supergut and since we've really leaned into, into content, you know, we've more than tripled our social followers over the past, call it four to five months. And most of that, that growth has been on, on TikTok. The other thing, just from a, a actual metric standpoint, we actually do see that show up in terms of the efficiency with which we're able to drive you know, uh, awareness and trial. Like, and so we've actually had periods where like the total amount that we spent in media and acquisition, et cetera, to acquire a customer was, you know, in half of what we used to spend when we were essentially focused all of our efforts around paid, you know, social oh, media. Okay. So there's some actual translation into sales and we've actually driven quite a, a healthy growth clip as well. I'd say our sales have been up over 50%, right, since relaunching under Supergut and taking a more content-based approach. So, so yeah, we are seeing some of the efforts show up in bottom line results as, as well. Okay, so you tripled, more than tripled your social following. You cut customer acquisition costs in half. Uh, what about your, your site traffic? Has that gone up, I imagine? Yeah, no, it's definitely gone up. I think last that I saw, I think our organic site traffic was up over 2x over the past couple months. We kind of look at since we launched under Supergut in Q3 relative to before, I think our, our organic site traffic is up about double uh, since that point in time. And obviously that's that's the best, right? When consumers are hearing about you and going and finding you organically, that's the best of all worlds. And so that's you know, one of those metrics that we, we've seen as a, a significant doubling of organic site traffic. 
Yeah. And now that consumers are really empowered by doing their own research, Mm -hmm. do you feel like having the science and the education and all that to back up your products has made a, a big difference? We definitely do. Um, obviously, you, you know, Daniel, that's a unique aspect of what we are trying to do in the world is, you know, creating this functional food platform around gut health and nutrition, but with a really significant investment in the science, in evidence-based approach, uh, in actual, you know, conducting actual clinical studies. And we have a point of view. We have a lot of value-added content to, to share, you know, in particular through our our chief medical and science officer, uh, Chris Damon, we've got a, a ton of really, really helpful content to share with more of a science and educational bent. Obviously, we focus a lot on how do we make it accessible, right? Um, you know, so that people can actually enjoy, entertain, and absorb. And then we, have, you know, have a lot of additional content, whether it's in a podcast or whether it's on our blog, where we go deep <laughs> into the science for those that are more interested in double-clicking right, to understand, you know, exactly how this works, not just what to do, but how this works and why they should be, you know, incorporating more resistant starch in their diet and how does it work through your gut microbiome and getting into short-chain fatty acids and butyrate and things of that nature. We go deep for those who are very interested in doing so. One of the things we've definitely seen is a differentiator for us as a business as well as in our content is talking about clinical evidence, right? This is, you know, quite rare to have gone to the the level that we have in validating just how effective your food-based product is in a rigorous clinical trial setting. And happy to report we did complete our gold standard clinical study recently um, and I've submitted it for peer-reviewed publication, which hopefully will come out probably in, in Q1. We had over 190 participants in our study to show just how significantly Consistent habit with supergut can improve your metabolic health, including blood sugar, weight, even blood pressure, as well as your overall health and quality of life. You know, things connected more to the gut-brain axis, like energy, uh, sleep quality, mood, brain fog, and digestive health as well. And so we've been really leaning into this extra layer that we apply at supergut, this clinical evidence in a lot of our content, and it's that uh, has really been resonating with, with consumers as well. Okay, that's so great to hear. And before I let you go, what do brands need to know about TikTok and social media and content? Do you have any advice for them? Yeah, well, I, I got a couple of pieces of advice. I will let you know I am by no means the expert. Right? <laughs> um, one, this is you know relatively new, not just for me, but for us as a brand. I'd say the other aspect is things are just moving continuously. And so what you may you know, know and think you know today, in a couple of months, things can completely change. That's literally one of the points of advice is you have to stay current on you know TikTok in particular, but I'd say these platforms in general because things move and the best practices do change over time. One of the things that I've come to learn in particular about TikTok is you, you can't just apply your traditional approach in the same content, the same format and what has worked on other platforms, say Facebook, and then just post it on TikTok and expect it to resonate and perform the the same. They are really different platforms, even though there's a lot of commonalities across these platforms. TikTok is a different beast and it's a platform that I believe is, you know, although had a foundation in entertainment, it's actually shifted to a lot of education and a lot of organic engaging education is what I have seen have more resonance on TikTok. So not necessarily overly polished and not 
as you know promotional intended you know it's something that looks like it's an ad you know people can smell it and pick that up and it's the kind of thing that's not going to get as much traction in in general on tiktok relative to that type of content has really worked historically on a platform like instagram where it's more it could look more polished and promotional and you know use use my promo code to get a discount and it could be an ad or look like an ad and that could resonate um that's they're different they're different models they're different platforms and like i mentioned i, I see that tiktok is more of a platform for more engaging organic content um, trying to show you uh, in real life how things are. And that's what we've seen work more on, on TikTok relative to others. Yeah, I think that's the exciting thing about TikTok is you really don't know, like you said earlier, what's going to go viral. Something might get a, a million views on TikTok and then you post the same thing on Instagram and maybe like, you know, 20 likes or something. So totally it's, a, it's so <laughs> fascinating. You really have to just roll with the punches and, and just exactly. be ready forever, right? Yeah. And that's exactly right. And obviously, we try to be intentional in our approach and be thoughtful about what we're putting out there to, to get that nice combination of education, engagement, entertaining, and even uh, emotional. Um, but you never know. And so the other rule is you have to try. Right? I mean, that uh, repetitions matter, both to hone your craft as well as, you know, to put content out there because you just at the end of the day you can give it your best attempt but you just don't know right <laughs> exactly what is it that's going to be that uh piece of content that really captures the attention and drives drives virality and so i do think that repetitions matter quite a bit yeah there aren't too many rules but first thing is you do have to try uh, mark washington exactly. thank you so much for joining me today congratulations on the rebrand and we'll be on the lookout for that clinical study Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me back on, Danielle. If you like what you just heard, you can subscribe to the NutraCast wherever you get your podcast. You can also head to NutraIngredients-USA.com for even more Nutra-related content. Thank you for listening. I'm Danielle Masterson. As always, I'll catch you here on the NutraCast next week.